0: hey thank you for joining me today on hope for heroes texas this is brad cornell where we serve those who serve us as they carry the weight of the badge it's gonna be a long one
1: of the graveyard
0: shit. well welcome ladies and gentlemen again to hope for heroes tx.org is where you need to go to check it out man am I excited about today I have got a guest on you know this is the weight of the badge um, podcast and what it's all about is the the men and the women that carry the weight of the badge how important it is and we don't know a lot of things that they do carry and so I bring in very special amazing guests to talk about that and they're law enforcement I've got the top dog today with me my gosh I'm super excited now look, if you ever want to, if you want to see something that's amazing you need to come to one of our gatherings at the bevy hotel and to go online hope for heroes h-e-r-o-e-s dot tx uh, text.org tx.org and sign up and you'll know when it's time to come you're going to want to be there about nine thirty and witness just what happens but For the weight of the badge, I want to thank George Strait for writing this song and letting me use it. And so, um, you know, it's really amazing. We don't realize the weight of the badge that these officers carry. You know, they're out there having a great day, barbecuing or whatever, relaxing. And then all of a sudden, it's time to go on shift. And they go in there and they, you know, they get dressed. They put the bulletproof vest on. They put their, their gun on. And pretty soon, they put that badge on. Now, it all changes. Now, all of a sudden, the family's worried. Are they coming back? They don't know what they're going to experience that day. And I've been so blessed to be able to ride with some of these officers to see what they do, folks, in one day. You need to be praying for these individuals and you need to start realizing if you haven't, that we are so blessed in this country to have a law enforcement that we have and we need to take it serious because I'll tell you, you know, they strap on that weight of the badge. You know, we even have the weight of the badge sometimes. You know, you call 911 and you're all worried. You might have somebody in your family hurt or there might be somebody dying in your house. And you know what? You got to wait until you see them come around the corner with their siren on. Woo, the weight lifts. So we have the weight of the badge a lot of times, but they do this on a daily basis. So. I am just so excited because if without this gentleman with this amazing sheriff that we have, I wouldn't there wouldn't be a hope for heroes. He had to really buy into it, and his wisdom and discernment was uh, was really what got me motivated to say, okay, this this might work. And uh, he gave me some information that a year and a half ago, when the uh, whole defunding was going on, and Antifa and Black Lives Matter was going crazy, and we started uh, Hope for Heroes, and but it was because of him. You know, and I'll tell you, I'm just blessed today to have Al Oxier on with me. Our our county sheriff is elected two terms. and going to be a third one, I know. And, you know, he's over 24 years. He's a was a dedicated highway patrol state trooper. He's lived here in Bernie for over 30 years with his beautiful wife. He's got three kids. And in his career, you know, this is what's amazing is we don't realize what they go through to be a leader with uh, with someone like Al. You know, he's a Master Peace Officer Proficiency Certificate with over 4,600 hours. That's just like a week for him. So it's a lot more than that. <laughs> he's advanced training. is a Texas. He's a Texas Department of Public Safety Certified Crash Reconstructionist, a Certified T-C-L-E-O-S-E Teaching and Firearms Instructor, and a field training officer i'll have to figure out what that means as well as a graduate of the texas police chiefs association foundation developing leaders for texas law enforcement with certified training Now, let folks think about this this is what goes on behind the scenes that we don't even know about but he's certified in numerous fields such as forensic mapping and auto sketch first responder narcotics terrorism training advanced law enforcement rapid response crime scene investigation crisis intervention Child abuse, family violence prevention, and identity theft. Man, Al brings a, just a wealth of experience and expertise in this invaluable training skills to the Kendall County Sheriff's Office, as well as a committed leader. And his leadership tools and his training are just amazing here. And he's just so well um, loved in this city. And I just want to welcome <laughs> to, the, to the podcast today the weight of the badge, the guy that is just unbelievable that we love so much. Welcome, Al Ox, you're our county sheriff.
1: Thank you, Brad. I appreciate that. That's uh, that's quite an introduction, there, sir.
0: <laughs> well, you're so humble that uh, people that don't even know what all you do. And you know, on the weight of the badge here, you know, I know I've seen you in action, and you know, you're a man of you're a man of steel and velvet. I've uh, kind of noticed, which would be a good way to describe you, I think, because you can be tough as nails, but then again, you got a heart the size of Texas, and you got a beautiful wife, and I mean, you just. Uh, you're just something else. In this Christmas season, you've done so much to bless this city. And so I wanted to have you on out just to, as we start the new year off in another week, just to kind of get your thoughts and what you see in the new year. And, uh, you know, you've really been involved with the, the health training and, and helping these, our police officers that go through some amazing, amazing um, situations. And you've kind of just changed everything around to where it's not that just gut it out, buddy. It's what can we do to help them get through it? So, I just wanted to thank you for coming on today and just tell me some of your thoughts about what what you see as a new year and what you see maybe new happening in this city.
1: Well, thanks Brad. It's it's my pleasure to be here and I, I appreciate the opportunity and and um you know, we as we look forward to the new year, we have uh, we have a tremendous amount of challenges that we um we'll be um dealing with and of course it goes without saying we're still dealing with the pandemic and issues and and uh things uh things of that nature and that that certainly has compounded a lot of things when it comes to um the well-being of you know just our our community itself and our officers and people that serve so there's there's some things to be looking forward to and challenges to be dealing with.
0: Yeah, you see the department growing as as Curville I mean it's Kerrville, huh? Hey Curville, you just wait, okay? As Bernie grows
1: well certainly I mean we're one of the fastest growing communities uh, in the state for sure, and then even in the country, and so with that comes uh comes its problems and so yeah as 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 um, you know the community continues to grow and population increases and houses are being built and businesses established and businesses moving in well that that brings uh you know, that brings uh, a, a, a more demand on our services. And so we'll be adding, you know, people in, in the future as we have in the past. Um, you know, we've grown. I can't tell you the percentages, but, you know, when I took office in, in 13, we had uh, 75 employees, I believe it was at the time. And we're up at over 100, mm. you know, today. So, yeah, um, we have to grow.
0: Well, you've got about, what, 200 square miles of Kendall County you've got to protect?
1: Oh, no, it's more like 660 square miles.
0: Oh, well, I just take up 200 of it. Oh. That's what the deal is. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Al, you know the the when I talk about the weight of the badge and what it means and I said you've you're such a cool character all the time and I know you go go through some major challenges but in your life or in your in your career, let's say not your life, in your career was the weight of the badge ever too heavy? Did you ever get to where it was like am I, should I really be doing this or is it what's it like to see the other officers go through things and You've been such a great mentor.
1: That's a that's a profound question. There, that's um, to ask. Is have I ever thought that 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 weight is too much? I, I don't think I've ever thought that, but it's it can be overwhelming, certainly at times. Um, but I don't think I've ever questioned. You know, to 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 do what we do, most people will tell you that there's a calling to mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And, and with that comes, uh, you know, the, a, a lot of obviously responsibility, but strength that you need to be able to endure some of the things that you experience doing this line of work. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it can be, it can be challenging, but I personally have never, I don't believe I've ever questioned myself. Is this what I need to be doing?
0: Oh, great. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely see that. Cause you're right. Most of the I mean, officer I remember has was called to do this because it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you look at it i mean think about it here you know you're on this law enforcement it's not like you'll make a lot of money compared to what the world does divorces are high suicides are high family challenges are high i mean and then you go out and put your life on the line while you're getting rocks thrown at you and especially now with all the craziness going on so it's like you've got to be called and have it in your heart and the lord the bible talks about being called as an, an officer actually so it's i can see that and you need somebody steady at the helm like you. That's you know that's at because you are. I mean, those got a lot of weight on your shoulders. And so, how's the how does the little Miss Stacy handle it?
1: Well, if it wasn't for her, I don't know that I would be. Able to it. Ah, a good See, answer. She's a strong, strong. She she is. She certainly is. And and you and you know because they they too experience and have to deal with the um, the issues and the weight. If, as you call it, to, um, you know, deal with that stuff at home because yeah. it's, it's not always easy.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. You know, when you, um, I guess because you see so many things, and like I said, I've seen just a few things, no big, nothing like you've seen, but do you have a certain way that, uh, I know I've talked to officers that's like, don't talk to me for an hour until I get home, or do you talk about a lot that goes on when you get home, or does you just need that time alone, or you just... Bear yourself in the Lord's word. What do you do to just kind of, when it's a heavy day, like we had an officer killed here in Kendall County, which was terrible. That of course, you know, a good a friend of yours and someone that's worked for you. So you've got to deal with all that. Um, the spokesperson, deal with the family, just be that, that, um, that man of steel and velvet to the max.
1: Well, that was probably the most heavy time in my career. dealing with that specific situation which you referred to and yeah that um you know you gotta you gotta lean on something outside of yourself and believe in things bigger than you and so i have a i have a, a strong faith in in god and and what god provides and the strength that he affords and gives you and and you know lean on him for you know the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge and the ability to be able to do things that sometimes you may not think you can do and and then of course you know the stacy plays a part in that as well so that uh yeah that was probably if you ask me what is the one thing that's probably the most difficult that one day right there and losing an officer that works for you that was probably that was the heaviest day in in my career up up to this point
0: i can only imagine when you handled it with class and with you know, just with strength. I mean it was uh you know, I watched a lot of video and a lot of things that you you know, all the different things that went on and so thank you for how you handled that, you know. And so that was a that was just a testament of of who we have as our sheriff and why we need to continue to have you as our sheriff. And um, I'm not your campaign manager yet, <laughs> but I still I still love you and I, I I just trust you so much and you've been such an honor and a blessing to this city. In so many different ways, you know when you see the the, the health and the uh, challenges coming for our first responders, police officers, I, I know you're working on this health issue you're working on look at we need to make sure these guys have mental health uh, and I've talked to people about the mental health and talked to officers. What does that mean? like what does the public need to know that they don't know or they don't realize?
1: I think probably the biggest thing that's not realized in any community is is how prevalent mental issues are. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize it until I became responsible for the jail mm. when I took office in thirteen, and and um, you know, I, I I that responsibility becomes mine. And those people that are arrested and and um, incarcerated in the local jail, they're my responsibility. And you you get an understanding and realize that majority of those people are dealing with some type of mental issues whether it be you know uh, disabilities or well you you can name the gamut of of titles and diagnoses of of what people might be enduring but it's it it i was renewed and, and enlightened in in this issue and it's become a passion of mine to to try to get the word out there uh for people to understand that this is um the, and and it it covers the entire spectrum of any economic, educational um, field. That it, it, there, there are no boundaries. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So uh, the wealthy, the poor, um, it, it makes no difference. The educated, the uneducated. It's it's very prevalent, and of course, the pandemic hasn't helped in the situation either. It's it's kind of exasperated it in in many ways.
0: Yeah, just because you see that big multimillion dollar house or that the big gate and the big fence and all this beautiful home there doesn't mean these contents are okay.
1: No, that's exactly right.
0: Really? So does the, does the department have a way to deal with that? Or is our, our city starting to find a ways to deal with it? Or how is it? Uh, how, how is it, What the, can the public know? Mm-hmm. That can we help? What, what can we do? Awareness is one thing. But then the other is what does that mean for the help the sheriff's department or whichever department deal with it?
1: Well, the 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 answer you're asking for is very complicated and I don't know what that answer oh, okay. is. Brad, be honest with you. Um we started an initiative. I I started putting some meetings together probably as long as 7 years ago, 5 to 7 years ago, and as a result of that, um things uh evolved into to uh to a a, a committee that we have now of of many local leaders and and of uh, civic and nonprofit organizations, government that is concentrating on us because this is something everybody deals with, and understand when you talk about mental health, one of the things that I like to, to at least bring awareness to or or an understanding is that it's not just mental health in the sense of somebody dealing with something psychologically. But we need to bring in the addiction side of things because for me that's a mental behavioral issue. Um, whether you know, an addiction or, or um whether it be alcohol or, or prescription medication or illicit drugs that that um people might engage in. But so for me it's one big umbrella. You bring it all together, and and so I like to refer to it as mental behavioral issues, and not just mental health. Yeah. Um, So you know, one of the big things, the challenges is is getting over the the. um, What am I thinking of here? The taboo, the 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 uh, what people think of mental health. It's education. It's yeah. it's getting people to understand that you know it may be something. It may be a small crisis that somebody is dealing with the anxieties of dealing with life in general, and you know whether it's job related, family related, financial. It could be you know anything, and and uh, or it could be very serious. You know, it could be a major major diagnosis of, of schizophrenia, and and um, it's it's unfortunate that that there are no real answers out there. So. What we've done locally in the community and and uh, through this initiative is 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 we've we've organized and and we have funded now a a uh, an initiative to to you know, try to identify all the strengths, our weaknesses, um, what resources are available and uh, uh, come up with with hopefully different plans and avenues that that one may be able to pursue to find assistance and get help. You know the answer to to a lot of things when people make poor decisions. Yeah, is to arrest them and take them to jail. Yeah, and that might not be the solution in getting this person changed in the way they think and and so we're we're trying to find those solutions.
0: Well, that's true too because you know it just takes one stupid mistake. Now you probably haven't made any of those. But me <laughs> <laughs> I've made a few yeah. of those stupid mistakes. But you're right. I mean a that's lot of a times. Whole other podcast. <laughs> <that's> a- <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh gosh. Well, you know, it's it's fantastic though. And I think the good thing is, is you know, having a leader like you and the people that you surround yourself with and making it duplicatable so other um you know, other cities, once we get a handle on it here, maybe it could help other cities that are trying to do the same thing because what about the law enforcement? What about the the um, the officers that, sh- that you have that they see so many things all the time? Do you have a, is there some kind of de, de- I don't say deconstructed, that's not the right word, but you kind of just, how do you guys deal with some of the stuff you see? Because you see some pretty bad stuff.
1: Well, that's the second component of this. It's, it's, it's the general, you know, welfare of the community and trying yeah. to find solutions um, for those folks dealing with, you know, their their issues. But then people don't realize. And I think what you're starting to hear more and more is is um uh the the mental well being of the first responders. You know, and it doesn't just have to be police officers. It can be EMS and fire as well. And so that that's another component that 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 I have been working on for my office and and I think it's it's critical that that, you know, the old old days of suck it up and get on down the road and deal with it and and move on. Those days are over because <laughs> it's it's been shown and proven too often that that's what results in divorces and and suicides and things of that nature. So, you know, we need to we need to be concentrating on our own well-being. Yes. Our own uh wellness and uh so I've implemented a few things in the office to to get started down that track and and uh so You know, we're working on a few things there as well.
0: Well, that's exciting because, you know, we don't realize, I think we really don't, that officers are just, they're people. They're just real people that are doing an extraordinary, amazing job at what they've chosen to do. But, you know, I learned a lot in the, and folks, if you haven't been to the Citizens Academy that um, Al put together at our Sheriff's Department, it's a 10-week course, three hours every Monday night. And um, it is amazing. And it just goes through everything that these guys, that the officers deal with from our district attorney and meet the judge. You see how the animals, the, the dogs, are, you know, we hide drugs all over the place. And I don't know if you found them all. A couple people were in there. I don't know if you got them all, but anyway. But they have uh, people come in, and it's really interesting. But it does really address a lot of the videos and a lot of things you see. So if you ever get a chance to go to the the uh, Citizens Academy here at the, in Bernie, probably start up. What, probably another few months, you'll start another one, maybe.
1: But, I think in the spring. Uh,
0: yeah, but you know, you need to go to that. But you do. We do just forget that what the officers go through, and there's just they're people too. And you know, a lot of these guys, if you see them on the street without their uniform on you would never think they were an officer but you know they're not a, they're fearless and that's what i think hope for heroes tries to do you know we try to just bring joy and just hope that um you know that it's it is, it's been amazing to watch we want to do more of course in town for our officers here i mean we have folks if you haven't seen the uh we do the first tuesday of every month we do a a uh a barbecue or whatever for our first responders and today we'll be doing a drawing uh, we give one of the officers here one of the first responders a 500 gift card and they can stay at the uh at the creek up in uh Fredericksburg real nice suite, but we've got some exciting things that we're getting ready to do for the officers here that Al's helped me with. So, And we want to continue to do more. So if you get a chance to go to HopeForHeroesTX.org and check it out um, and join us, don't be afraid to take 45 minutes out of your Saturday morning and come. And, of course, it's all—it's all—it's a nonprofit, so it's all through donations that we do this. We're getting ready to do a Father-Son Weekends up at Joshua Creek, which is going to be exciting. It's going to be amazing to watch the Father and Sons get together, and uh, I'm excited that you're going to be involved in that out because it really does make a difference with the dads and their sons and Daughters, we need to start doing that too, but I'm concentrating on sons right now. Sure. You know, but um, what would you like the public, I know we don't have much time. When would you like to, what would you like the public to know that maybe they don't know about officers, about just kind of what, you know, just general?
1: Well, I think you hit the nail on the head by a few comments you've made that, that, that first responders, they're the ones that are running into a situation. Yes. To assist people you know, uh, stabilize a a situation and, and, and try to keep everybody safe. And, and, and in many instances it's saved lives. And so, um, you know, as they're running in and they're exposed to a lot of these things that the general public and average person never gets to experience or, um, and it's over and over again that, that these folks that do this, that this calling that they, um, they are humans they are they're just like everybody else and they have lives and they have families and and kids and they got bills to pay and and you know cars break down and mortgages to you know they're they're no different from anybody else and and dealing with life's challenges um that there's a human factor to who they are and when they put that uniform on instantaneously it's the expectations of them simply by putting that uniform on are elevated and they gotta be better than everybody else and they gotta perform better than everybody else and and uh you know they gotta be that 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 foundation or or whatever the situation might be. They gotta they gotta take control. Mm -hmm. And it's not always easy to do that. And then to live that and then go home and and, and, you know, like everybody else does at the end of their <laughs> yeah. day, um, you know, it, uh, it, it can wear on you. But, you know, we're no different than anybody else. We put our pants on in the morning just like you do. And, yeah. And um, I think that's what's, what's critical is to understand that, you know, they all have lives. We all, have, we all do our thing. Yeah. And we have the challenges of life that is thrown at us like everybody else. And, and yet we're expected to perform.
0: Yeah. Intensely. And you're right. You know, I often wondered because I know, you know, sometimes you have a bad morning. I mean, I can't imagine that I get in an argument with my wife in the morning and she says, you know, well, you have a nice day, but she don't say it very nice. And you go to be a police officer and then you pull some guy over and he starts screaming at you, telling you what a jerk you are and how much he hates you and how you were wrong and all this, you know, I'd have to just give him the taser and say, here, tase me. Cause something's fixing to happen, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you guys deal with that stuff, we forget that you're human and, and those you've got such discipline. And so uh I'm glad you said that Al, because that's true. And like I said, I've I've had the, uh, the honor to ride with some of your officers and really see, you know, the, it's such the media makes such a big deal when the officer does something great, helps little grandma across the street and then picks a boy up and brings him back. And all these great things they show on the news that this officer did that help that's what you guys do all the time. Yeah, it's all I mean, it's time. just like all the time. Right. You know, they like to show the bad stuff. But but like I said, it's an honor and a blessing to call you friend. And I thank you so much, Al, for what you've done for Hope for Heroes because it really is making a difference in lives from Austin to San Antonio. It's going to continue to grow. And, you know, you approve different things that I know they are kind of a challenge for you to go. There's more work for me to do, Brad. <laughs> like, you know, he's now got my parking place that says no parking so it's like uh, just, but you're a blessing, you're fun, and uh, I know you carry the weight of the badge. Like I said, the weight of the badge is just a, I just think it really is something that we, you know, when you go to work with what you do, when you think you you could lose your life today, I mean, that's that's pretty heavy, you know, by saving someone else's. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, there's a cliche that. It's been said and said often, maybe not as often as it used to be, but I used to say it all the time. The most important thing to, for you to do when you go to work as a public servant is to go home. Amen. At the end of the shift. Yeah. Well. And, and it sounds, you know, kind of cliche-ish, I guess, um, but it's true.
0: Well, yeah, you know, Al, your leadership... Like well, I said, I've read all this and this is just a part of what you do. But, you know, over the years I've seen your leadership and the guys have such respect for you and they can come and talk to you. I know I've talked to them and they said the good things is they can come talk to you about anything. It might have be nothing to do, just kind of that counseling. So there's a lot of weight on your shoulders to do that. And I just pray to God you'll take it. You'll be our sheriff for as long as I'm here, you know, well, maybe longer than that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, thank you for joining me today, Al. I appreciate you.
1: My pleasure, Brad. Thank you, you for
0: You are a blessing. Thank you. I do it for us, and I do it for them, and I ain't going to buckle under the weight of the badge. Hey, folks. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that. It's amazing what these men and women do is they carry the weight of the badge, and we sometimes forget how incredible they are. But they're called to do what they do So you know what, when you see one, give them a wave, give them a smile Things are tough out there for all of us sometimes So take some time for yourself Spend a little time in church and with your family And uh, thank you for joining us today on Hope for Heroes, Texas And I want to thank Al Oxyer again And folks, you just have yourself a wonderful new year Let's make this new year really special Let's show more kindness Let's uh, do some more hugging And realize God's got this, okay? God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast
1: of The Weight of the Badge.